Hi, you're welcome to Raw Talks, where any and every topic is up for discussion. Yes, nothing is off the table. From fashion to politics, self-care, music, movies, just name it. So without further ado, welcome your hosts, Kenny and Zubay. Hey Ken, how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm very, very well. You know, just mm-hmm. here, bubbling and all. So how did your day go, my dear? Mm, I had a nice start, but then it got very cloudy and it rained and rain beat me a bit. Very, very busy today. Rain beat me. Yeah, yeah, rain beat me. Yeah, it's serious. Yeah. I'm so sorry, but you'll be fine. Yeah, it's been raining in Lagos for a while now. I think about four or five days now. It's been raining like that. Ha. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been like that here as well. But today is uh, is very different. I mean, there's even heat stroke today. So much sun in Enugu with no electricity. So you can imagine the situation. I. Mm, so let's not take too much time. What are we talking yeah, about? Enugu, no sun. Sorry about. Sorry. I said so let's not take too much time then. So what are we talking about today? <laughs> yeah, once well, you we'll get back we'll get right to it. We'll be talking about African parenting style or skills, actually. Okay. African parenting style or skills. No. So let's get right into it. So Ken, how did you how do you perceive this topic to be? How exactly conceptualize on it? African parenting style or skills. African parenting, basically. Uh, African parenting. Mm. Well, I am a product of African parenting, and I believe I turned out well. So, okay. so yes, I can't completely knock African parenting, but then I think to an extent, African parenting is toxic. Yes. Wow, that's that's actually yes. a very heavy word to use for parents. Yes. Toxicity. Parenting <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> toxic that sometimes. Uh, children don't feel comfortable don't even feel at peace at home some, some kids are not even always interested in going home some kids rather spend time in school with their friends home and once uh school hours are over they don't want to go home because things are basically toxic at home for so many children yeah. for so many children so many children even feel more comfortable open up to strangers than they feel open up to their parents. I don't want to start talking too much about it right now because the show is just young. So yeah, yeah, that's me. And you? Um to me actually it's a little it's a bit deeper than that because I'm uh, I've taken my time to analyze a little bit and I've concluded that if you are if you're privileged to be outside Africa or if you're Westerner and you're looking into African parenting from all the way from anywhere other than Africa, you can easily recognize that this their parenting style can be traced down from, is in, you can say it's a, bit, it's a bit generational in the sense that you see your parents training you exactly the same way their own parents train them. So you can actually see it from that angle. And again, you can actually see African parents appreciating uh, cultural or rather socio-cultural emphasis. They try to train their kids pertaining to the 
you know, societal norms or whatever it is, or cultural. Are you saying? You know, are, you, are you saying that Westerners don't train their children according to? No, I, I mean, I, I'm saying, of, of course, Western and had has a basis. You know, they train their kids socioculturally as well. But you know, Africans, Africans do it a little bit too much. It's strictly about socioculturalism when they when when they are more like extremists when it comes to that. Westerners can have a little bit of mix. They can add a little bit of okay independency okay do your thing this way then let's leave culture out of it a bit but africans can strictly you know strictly make a child obeying the culture of the society don't wear skirts don't wear big trousers don't these are these are all social cultural emphasis actually and let me not even go down totally let me not even go down to religious emphasis actually you can see african parents training their kids exactly how a particular religion said if you see a child from an Af- from a Christian family, it's a it's a typical Christian son or or, or daughter. If you see a child from an Islamic family, it's a, so it's more like the typicality comes down from either they are having their parental skills all the way from their religious background or socio-cultural advantages or whatever it is, as well as uh, going down to training their kids exactly the way their own parents train them. So there are actually three things you can consider when you look at African parenting from afar so and 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 it's, and it's very much different from the westerners 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 as i said as, as, I, as I said earlier westerners brings room for personality in the sense that they, are, they, they actually bring their personal intention to the way they train their kids unlike africans you know africans borrow vividly everything from this thing i say this three dimension and it's and it's and it, to me, it's a little bit problematic because I think more should be done to to, uh, to parenting other than laying maybe a 60% to 70% emphasis on these three, these three dimensions. Or, Kenny, I don't know, do you, do you think it's enough to train kids pertaining to their sociocultural emphasis, religious emphasis, as well as, uh, you know, hereditary kind of, uh, how will I say, predominancy? How do you, do you, do you think it's enough to train kids mm-hmm. around these three things? Uh, well, no, no pattern is ever... No pattern or style is over 100% perfect or accurate or something. So I would say no. I would definitely say no. Like I said earlier, the style that um, the whole issue of toxicity from African parenting, it's ample to the children. And uh, if you say that they train that they train children based on these three factors, you know, uh, how things have been done, culture and religion, it's time you start seeing how these factors are ample or start seeing how we can take the good from some of these from these factors yeah. and remove some parts of it and it's time we start looking at how parenting can begin to reflect present day realities uh the way a okay. child was trained in the 90s should not be the same way you train a child in this century you feel me yeah yeah if you train a child in this 20th, 20th century, 21st century, the same way you train a child in the 90s. I think you are doing the child a huge disservice. You're not allowed the child to be able to uh, relate like other children in this century. And it's going to affect the child, basically. It's going to affect the child's ability to socialize with other children. You feel me? And okay, yeah, uh, I was going to say also that African parents, okay, that don't generalize, but some parents, let me say some Nigerian parents, are too rigid, are too strict that, as I said earlier, children become too scared of them. Recently, uh, say two weeks ago or three weeks ago, a, a girl committed suicide. Guy, yeah, ask me why. Wow. Ask me why. Please, why? 
Why? This, this girl, this girl was fifteen or fourteen. She committed suicide because her parents told her that if she killed her, uh, is that jam or wayek? The teacher threatened that one way or the other. The teacher made like they, they just they just basically scared the girl. She was scared that when she failed the exam, she just couldn't take it. She couldn't say it. She couldn't go back home. Baby girl committed suicide. See. That oh my God! Can can you real. see? Hi. That it's it's so sad. Basically, I would I would not want to blame the parents entirely. But then, when you look at it, yeah. you have to start looking at factors that you know cost things. Sometimes people will be like, uh, like you said, this is where I was raised. I was raised you that way. But then personalities differ. Maybe the girl, the girl's yeah. personality was that very was fragile, basically, and the parents just failed to notice this girl's fragility. She might have had, she might have, a, she might have had a siblings who are you know tougher than her, and because of those yeah. people are capable of dealing with their uh their eye-handedness uh, and they will believe that every other child should be able to deal with it but then i think when you deal with people you should be willing to study people's individual personalities and relate to them according to these uh unique personalities somebody who is yeah. capable of listening to you know that can drink bullshit uh you should not expect everyone to be able to, to, be able to drink this bullshit you can look, uh, say some bad things, some exactly. harmful things to some people over and over and over, and do not break them. But some people to break them after listening to some things twice. So I think, I think, mm-hmm. I think, I think, I think things should be done to you know improve parenting. Let's like start studying personalities. Children differ. I know. I, I used to, yeah. I used to you know relate to children a lot back when I was a teacher, uh, and um, I. One thing I used to tell other teachers uh, was that you cannot expect okay, this one is doing well, this child is doing well. You cannot expect to go with plates because this child is doing well. Every other child should do well. You know, study this child uniqueness. Yeah. Study this child uniqueness and you know, try to create a system that works for this child. And I know that it's actually very, very tiring. I know it's tiring for a teacher to do this. But then, you know, teachers too should begin to see ourselves as parents, yes, uh, as guidance of children. So we should begin to study the individual uniqueness of children and adapt that to their teaching or their parenting. So let me not talk too much, but I think you get, you get my point, Abby. Yeah, of course, yeah. I, I present the, your point. Present and, the and reality, uh, present the reality and the uniqueness of the individual you are parenting. So Ken, of course, I understand what you're saying, and it, I 100% agree. I think you're spot on on that one. So Ken, so about you, because we've been making emphasis on how African parents are basically very strict with their children. So my question to you is actually is that do you do you think they do you think parents are actually African parents to be exact actually this strict because maybe they they have uh, maybe they have fought so well you know to provide for their children you know so many obstacles along the way broken all of them down to make sure the kids are top notch in their in, 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 you know the kids are just so, somebody do you think they, they need a little bit of spice that street gen c to make sure they have the best kids you know because of how they are struggle to make sure they even have kids provide for the kids do you think this this make them have some rights actually to treat their kids the way they think they should treat their kids i would say parents have the responsibility of training their children it is not their responsibility to decide who they end up becoming do your part to train a child you feel me yeah a child not basically expect because the problem is that most of them are expecting their children to live their own dreams 
what they achieved okay. or what they could not achieve and they're not trying to uh, put it on their child. Maybe I wanted to be this when I was younger, but I could not do it and my child now will live that dream for me. Or I live the certain yeah. way and this way worked for me. And since it worked for me, I want my child to also follow suits in this path because it worked for me and I'm so sure it will work for this child. But I said, as I said earlier, times have changed. Things are different. People have their own desires, preferences and tastes. You feel me? So while you are, yeah, training, of while you are training your child, let there be room for the child's uniqueness. Yeah. Let there, be, let there be room for the child's uniqueness. Let the child uh, you know, put his own uniqueness towards everything or sort of thing, basically. Give them chance to grow. Give them chance to exhibit their own true self. That's where you can actually get to know your child. Because uh, children these days, they hide, they pretend. So, and if, you, if the child realizes that this is how you are, that you're very, very strict, you're very like this, the child will start playing a role, basically. We start playing a role to, you know, to satisfy you. And outside, the child is doing something else. And you will not get to know the true, the, the true identity of your child. So, even when yes. you give children time to communicate with you, you know, converse with you, share things with you, you start knowing their true selves. And in the places where you need to check excesses, you go to check excesses. But when a child is you not know, acting a role for you, children will act roles for you. Exactly. Play, play, very decent. Yeah, you, you think that because you're older, you know the truth, but people say, think they're wise, though. People are wise. Children are wise. <laughs> Actually, the kids. Yeah, of course, we're all kids, and we know, and we all know, and we all know how spectacular we are in, in, in doing, in, in forming things. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Ken, there, there's some cases, right, where you hear that uh, parents justify. You know their action telling you that of course i have my kids growing up in this uh in this lagoon in this ghetto so i need a very strong hand iron hand to be literal that's the only way i can train this kid well because i mean look around my society these people are cultists visualists rapists i need to be not just an ordinary parent but a soldier to them for them to learn and be responsible you have, of course i know you must have cases like this so for that you don't i need to train them this particular way very strict iron hand do you do you think that can be justified as well you know everything from the parents say, perspective everything i've been saying does not say that you should not uh train up your children in a certain way basically what i've been saying is that they give room give room give room give room for people to make mistakes give room for people to learn from their mistakes give room for people to grow that's basically what I'm saying. Not that you should no, okay. leave them. No, as in, you don't leave children to chances generally. You don't leave children to chances like that. You feel me? Mm? You train yeah. them, you empower them to make informed decisions. And when they now make decisions and these decisions don't work out well, they learn from it. They grow. It's a, it's a learning process. But let's say you do not give the child, uh, okay, let's say you're punishing the child every time and you're not telling the child why you are punishing the child. You see, the, the, I think you've basically done a disservice and what you've done is not it's incomplete, basically. You've done incomplete uh, child rearing, basically, because you just punish the child. You do not let the child know why. This was what you did. This is what could have happened. Yeah. Because, you know, a child doesn't feeling angry, basically angry, like, this guy just keeps punishing me, he just keeps beating me. But explain things, converse converse and uh if you be there for them yeah be there for them and if you're a religious person pray prayer is very important to raise yeah. children up so pray for the kids you know uh let them guys you talk about culture and religion let them know why you do certain things that you do because i was talking to a friend to me a person this morning and he said things like um 
He said, there are things that have been existing for hundreds of years before I was born and I can't just come and knock it. So I can't just come now to and knock African parenting entirely. Because as I said earlier, yeah. I have a product of African parenting and I, well, I turn out well though. <laughs> yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah, I turn out well, but then my uniqueness was appreciated basically. They, uh, they allowed me to you know, exhibit my uniqueness, do my things my way, you know, uh, nurtured my talents, yes nurtured my talents and i am grateful for it today so parents should allow their children to grow you've had cases of parents deciding the courses that their children should study in the university yeah we have we have it i think it's 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 a very big case actually so many examples from my own end so many people doing so many things in so many disciplines universities that they they actually never wanted to to do yeah and it's harmful very very harmful because the child might not be you know motivated the child might each child feels can be like it was never my choice in the first place. What yeah. all parents should do in such situations is to, you know, bring up bring options and tell them why you want them to study this, not pressure them to study this. If you yeah. yo, don't pressure them because ah, last last, it's been the child's life. It's been the child's life to live. Of course. You know? Sometimes parents pressure their children to marry certain people. Right? Oh, we will not be will not be in the marriage later. So these are things that we should start checking. I don't know. You know, try try to fix the, the problems there before it gets out of hand. Mm-hmm. So again, I actually have a saying where people always say society, not exactly a saying, more like the society. Do you think society is actually a parent on its own, regulating children as well? Society, uh, the community, taking care of a child apart from apart from parents, parenting. Well, and apart from the parents themselves. Well, years ago, before my time, <laughs> I was born, I guess, even to Nasha. Uh, the village or communities were responsible for raising up children. When you have any child is born, okay. you're born to a family, born to the, the child is born. So you are in support then. Society actually raised kids. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Society should be involved okay. in raising children because last last the child belongs to the country. You feel me? <laughs> yes. If the child is is good, if, you, if, you, if the child is not a vagabond, if the child is not a, is not a person that is causing havoc in the society, the society is better for yeah. you. But if the child is someone that is you no know, stealing or uh, corrupting other children, the society will suffer for it. So we should all be in, in, involved, you know, in raising children, parents, uh, teachers, policemen, basically everybody. We should all be involved in correcting yeah. younger generations, in sharing advice, sharing stories that will help us, you know, sharing how we've done it and sharing the kids so they can also know how we've been doing it and they can improve on how we have been doing it. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. So, yes. So, um, again, actually, um, you know, the, of course, you, of course, can this, this should be very interesting to you because I mean you've been privileged to actually, you know, do I think a one-year program outside, outside Africa. So can you, can you, can you compare and contrast the, the Western parenting and African parenting? Did you, did you feel like anyone should be better than the other? Should be better African, or is African, better? Okay. Or is, but do you feel like anyone should be better than the other? Not be African. Do I feel that any is better? Mm, you know, it feels like I said allowing children to, to take some responsibilities. Okay, when I was in France, I taught, so I had relations with children, and uh, okay. I realized that uh, some of these children uh, have been involved in doing some major tasks, you know, responsibilities that children in Nigeria who have not been are not allowed to 
you know, some things to do in the household, to you know, handle some some tech devices and things like that. But these people have been have been allowed to do it right from let's say age three. They're allowed to carry out some responsibilities, and this basically helps people, children, rather, to build character, to build personality. You feel me? Yes. I know when we have to look at issues, other issues in Nigeria, like issue of uh, political apathy, uh, saying the youth, uh, the, youth are, the youth are lazy, they're not involved in things. I think it basically starts from. I'm not saying that this is true, but political apathy is a problem in Nigeria. Yes, but this starts from when we are. From from the, from when they were born, when they were bringing them up, not allowing yeah. them to participate in things. Uh, now, when you look at things, I'm, I you realize that our parents became adults way younger than we became adults. Have you noticed that? Yeah, yeah. yeah our, yeah, parents, course, course. our it's, parents, it's... Uh, our parents, this generation are way involved uh, in our lives than their parents were involved. I'm not saying it's bad or it's good. Okay, if you go to okay, it, 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 it's once it's time for jam or wayek or things like this, you see how parents will yeah. like drive their cars and park at where they are doing their, where their children are doing their jam exam and things. And I know they are trying to protect their kids so the child can go to the yeah. jam and come back and things like that. And it's good, yes. But then give give a bit of liberty, you know. Let these children you know work hard. Let them do things. Let them you know start start creating you know building themselves having a sense of who they are yeah of responsibility it is necessary and that's when they start doing rid of certain things start getting involved in politicking start getting involved in community development start getting involved in volunteering because they are giving chance to do this and they begin to yes. the importance of these things so if you ask me to judge what do i think African parenting, let me just say Nigerian parenting, and what I saw, I would say over there, children are allowed to, you know, put their person to, to reveal their personality way younger than in Africa. Or in Nigeria. Okay, so so in in other words, you think African parenting should emulate few or some other things from the Westerners? I mean, is that what you're technically saying? Now, of course, say... African parenting is spectacular, but they should they should. They should add more details from them to yes. Yes, building sense of responsibility in children is very important. And I'm not someone can tell me now that uh, African children are very responsible too. They are involved in you know, earning money for the family. Like uh, we see children walking in the streets. Well, I don't. That, that's not what I'm talking about. That's child abuse, basically. That's not the kind of responsibility yeah, we're yes. talking about. Not that kind of responsibility. Talking about other forms of responsibility, like basically house chores, like house chores, you know, carrying out some, uh, you know, interning at a young age. Basically, children start interning. Children start, uh, uh, you know, even using some things like computer, exposure to computer, uh, exposure yes, to other course. devices in the house. But you see some in, some in some homes in Africa, you say, no, don't touch that computer, don't touch that, don't touch that, don't touch that. Why shouldn't you touch that? Uh, I okay, me when I was younger, eh, I know this point in school, but I was curious and I really I'm so happy that uh, my curiosity built me to who I am today. So when I was younger, yes. if things get damaged in the house, like if tech devices, let's say radio is damaged or something, they will come and look for me because like okay, can you like it touch it? Can you like it damage it? But today I'm the tech guy in the house. Yes, I can basically set things up. And and and, and, and that's for them. Yeah, yeah, because at the time that I, I was 
at some my mom was my mom was even posting that I could basically I, I could fix uh, their damage dispenser. I wasn't even there. They came to call me out from the car, like what's happened? Say, come on, fix the dispenser. I mean, yeah, come on, fix the dispenser. That like, uh, the stranger's home. You are doing what's wrong with the dispenser. You're not, you not even allowed me to yeah. examine the dispenser. And you're already boasting that my son can fix the dispenser. But yes, I went and I fixed the dispenser. And you did it? I did. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel it was because when I was younger, I basically practicalized. Yes, with the things in the house. Yes. Opening things, closing things. More, more, more like yeah. they allowed you to yes. practicalize. Yes, my curiosity, you. my curiosity. They allowed me and they were, you know, guiding me, basically. They didn't just let me just do things. You no, know, they were guiding me. They were telling me, like, don't touch here, you get electrocuted, things like that. So, yeah, you know, when people, the children are, you know, very, very curious, they can arm themselves. So give them the opportunity to, uh, let them not say experiments, to, to be curious. Why you still guide yeah. yeah. Let's not talk too much. Yeah, I think that's it. Yes, give them. The yeah, yeah, Ken, of course. <laughs> okay, as, as much as we want to dwell so much on this topic, our time is knocking so hard. But before we conclude, actually, in two sentences, can you mm-hmm. can you can you tell us on how you feel African parents should do more? Just two sentences. Hmm. <laughs> so you like putting me on the spot. <laughs> uh, in just, okay, <laughs> I'll just say African parents should be friendly. To their children i'm not saying okay. okay be friendly to your children that's all be friendly that 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 that's a very good advice to them parents because we are not parents yet so practically you've consumed it all i mean and if i'm to add any other thing apart from whatever you've been saying since i think parents should be should be more exactly more of listeners than lawmakers as well mm-hmm. as think that children themselves should understand parents then more like understand respect for their parents as well because mm-hmm. children need to understand why parents are doing why what they are doing you know the house and why they are doing all this thing they should yeah. they should understand it as well for themselves then uh, of course parents should be more friendly they should be more welcoming you know for their children to be able to tell them more and as well, Nigeria's society, the government as well should pay attention to kids. The government should improve so many sectors, so many childcare sectors to be in support. In case when the parents are abusing these kids instead of training yeah. them, you yeah. know, there should be institutions that should be on ground to guideline all these things, check all these things, make sure the kids are being kids at their home and not something else. So these are these are some of the things that we think African parents should look more to improve on. So that will be that will be it, Ken. We have said it's not exactly all, but mm-hmm. almost all in African parenting and how it should be improved. So um, did you so we did you want to say any other thing? We yeah, probably want yeah, yeah, something yeah. you forgot earlier. Yeah, yeah I'm fine, I'm fine. Ooh, I get okay. parents. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, there in the in the absence of Ken not saying anything and me as well not being able to say anything or in <coughs> able to stress more. So I think that will be it. So of course you all know what we're doing is road talks. I'm here with Ken. Of course, you know who I am. It's your boy to the end to Z to the UBE. In Dubai, I go with the names of the lifestyle on Instagram. I'm here with Kenny Martin on Instagram as well. You know how we roll, you get to it, you like it, you subscribe it, you share it, and you listen to it. Easy peasy. You all have a very good night. Au revoir.